0: Yeah, I know, it's weird. Grassy, Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yeah, still weird. Grossy and uh, today we're gonna be jumping into week one predictions because we are at week one already which is thrilling now before we get to that uh i know there's some people who still haven't seen it um if you want to know why this is being done solo you could go back a couple months ago and check out a video uh that i put out Um, But I still wanted to keep doing predictions, and there is going to be kind of a twist-slash-extra layer that's going to be predictions this year. And that is that I started a Pick'em League. It is completely and totally free. All you need is an ESPN account. uh, And I thought that it would be kind of awesome to kind of do predictions with the fan base this year, in which you could go, you could sign up, choose all of your game picks for week one, and you'll be directly competing against me. We'll take a look at who's leading the league every single week, and we'll go through, and we'll see how badly I lose. So uh, the link will be in the description. I'll also pin it as the top comment down below, so you can go sign up totally free uh, and compete against me in predictions this year. Uh, And I think that'll be a lot of fun, so go check that out. So kicking things off with the first game of the 2021-2022 NFL season. You got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm sorry, hold on. Let me do it the right way. The reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It sounds gross. I just, I don't like to say it. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott is back. Their offense should be firing on all cylinders, even though the offensive line is not what it was a few years ago. But the Cowboys... Should have some optimism. They're in a trash division in the NFC East, so that's always a plus for them. And also, I hear that Mike McCarthy smashed a whole bunch of watermelons the other day just in preparation for this game, so I don't remember if they won the watermelon game or not. But in all honesty, the Cowboys are gonna have a real, real, real tough test in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the first game out of the gate. It's a home game. It's gonna be played in the Floridian Heat everyone has COVID, Disney World is down the block and you know they want to go on the new Star Wars ride so that's what Jerry Jones is going to be thinking about the entire time that he's on the sideline and hell, Universal Studios, there's that brand new Velociraptor coaster that's on there. I really should get sponsored by a theme park. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have brought back their entire team and while the Cowboys had to address and did address that horrific defense, I'm still a little concerned about their secondary. Micah Parsons, I think, is going to be a tackling machine. I think he's going to do really, really well this year. I think CeeDee Lamb on the other side of the ball is going to have a phenomenal year. But it's going to be tough going up against this star-studded defense. We'll see if Tom Brady lost a step, I've been saying, since 2008. But in all honesty, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should be hardcore favorites in this. And if the Cowboys somehow do pull off a victory, we will never hear the end from Scooter Magruder. Following that, we got the Seattle Seahawks taken on the Indianapolis Colts. Should be a real, real good game. The Colts Beat up a little bit, though. Nelson and Wentz are apparently taking part in team drills. Wentz had a nice day of practice the other day. So, I mean, things are looking okay. Are they going to start week one, or are they going to be held out for cautionary reasons? Because the Seahawks, yeah, they could put up a lot of points. While the Colts definitely have a good defense, and I know they lost some guys, they also were like, hey, let's, let's draft some pass rushers as well. That Colts defense should be just as good, if not better, than it was last year. And the Seahawks... I mean, they're just a team of trying to find the right balance. Their defense was doing really well and their offense was doing really well and vice versa and they were cooking and then they were like, no, we're gonna have leftovers and it was just a confusing mess. The Seahawks, I think, are playoff contenders as are the Colts. I think it all comes down to, like, is Carson Wentz starting and what kind of Carson Wentz are we going to get? So because of this, I'm gonna give the Seahawks just a slight edge here because of the unknowns there and if Wentz and Nelson are not ready to go, then the favor definitely goes to the Seahawks. And the third matchup of the week, this is the one where all the eyes are going to be glued to the TV. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans. A slobber knocker. A tale of... I can't, I can't, I don't even have a second thing. They're just bad. They're just, where's Urinating Tree? He's got it. Where's the tank ball graphic? If I get, will I get sued if I use that? You'll see the debut of Trevor Lawrence and... Other than that, yeah, the Jaguars—they got Robinson. That's good, but even their other running back was like, "Nah, I don't, I don't want to play anymore." Their defense—I mean, can they get much worse than last year? Offense, still, I'm, I'm not totally convinced in. But then you have the Texans. I mean, they—the Sean Watson's not going to be playing. I, I can barely list any wide receivers that are going to be on that team. Their defense is terrible. J.J. Watt's not there. This is gonna be an ugly ass game. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, this is gonna be tough. You have Tyrod Taylor. I mean, if the Jaguars like bring like a giant needle mascot, maybe that's gonna scare him enough. But I feel like this is a total flip of the coin. You know what? I'm gonna go with the kid, and I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's a total guess. Tyrod Taylor might do enough. He's got that veteran experience to will them to victory. I don't think that's gonna happen a whole lot this year, but. I'll go the Jaguars because they won the first game last year and then didn't win, so maybe they'll do that again. Then another barn burner of a classic. You got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Atlanta Falcons in the Battle of the Birds. Alfred Hitchcock would be like, I made a movie about that. Though, I don't think in that movie they had three quarterbacks. The Philadelphia Eagles obviously have a ton of confidence in Jalen Hurts by going out and getting Joe Flacco and trading for Gardner Minshew. And I'm sure Jalen Hurts doesn't feel any type of way about that. They have receivers. They definitely have a young receiver talent whose ceiling is super duper high. Their defense is definitely not too bad, especially what comes with their pass rush. But then there's a lot of questions just about everywhere else. The Atlanta Falcons lost Julio Jones. That defense is so freaking hot and cold, it's a Katy Perry song. I don't I don't know what to make of them. They got new coaching staff. They cleared everybody out. But the offense, Matt Ryan still threw for 4,500 yards last year. They don't have a running back. They have Davis. I had a draft in one of my fantasy leagues. Who is he? I have no idea. But... They are still going to have Kyle Pitts. If he's anything like they're claiming he's going to be, then he should be really good, but it usually does take a bit for tight ends to get acclimated to the game. And then you'll still have a guy like Calvin Ridley, so they will still have targets. But this is another one. It's a total toss-up. I'm going with the Falcons because they're at home, and I believe a little bit more in Matt Ryan, but there's not a lot of confidence in that prediction, just like the Eagles don't have a lot of confidence in Jalen Hurts, so... I guess we're even. Following that, you got the LA Chargers heading to DC to take on the Washington football team and Ryan Fitzmagic. Washington football team, really, really good defense. Really good defense. Fitzmagic, does he have it left in the tank? You also have the man, the myth, the legend, Tyler Heine to back him up in case that doesn't go well. Run game. Could be pretty good with Gibson. You got Scary Terry to throw to. Maybe the offense is not too bad. I think their offense is definitely the weak point of that team. And then you have the Chargers, who, again, I'm like all in on the Chargers this year. Offense should be incredible. Thank God that they invested in an offensive line because they are going to need it for this game, and I think it's going to be a really, really good test for them. New coach, Eckler, should be really good this year. Defense should be much better. Healthy Derwin James coming back. I'm going to give this one to the Chargers, but I think this game is going to be a lot closer than anticipated because that defense might slow down the rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. But I still think the Chargers offense is going to be just a little bit too much. I think they can outscore Fitzpatrick, and the Chargers will get the win here. Then you have another great game on the lineup, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Both teams have playoff Aspirations. The Bills have Super Bowl aspirations and they might just make it there. The Bills had an amazing offense last year, though without a run game. Their defense, eh, not so good, was a little bit neutered. Steelers, great defense. Offense, oh that was real bad in the wild card game. Ben Roethlisberger, does he still have it? Is that offensive line going to be able to protect him and Najee Harris, create some running lanes? They have some great receivers to throw to and Juju Smith Schuster. You also have Chase Claypool. Hopefully he doesn't start doing TikTok. The big question is of course going to be what about TJ Watt because his status for week 1 is up in the air and that came down. So just imagine it didn't it didn't come down. So I'm going I'm just going to edit it and it's not going to come down. Still up there. This should be a punch-in-the-mouth game for both of these teams. You have two tough teams. I do like Josh Allen and the Bills a little bit more just because I'm not sure what we have with the Pittsburgh offense just yet. And it might take a little bit for Najee Harris to get acclimated. And so because of that, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Moving on, you got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the 49ers here. The Lions, I mean, they might bite kneecaps. And for the 49ers, they don't want that considering their entire team and their stadium ended up on IR last year. They need to keep all of their kneecaps intact. So watch them hurdle some guys and or run away real fast and or out of bounds. But I think that there's just gonna be way too much for the Lions to handle both on offense and defense with the 49ers. And I think the 49ers should be able to take this. Then you have the purple incarnations of Satan taken on the The kitty goes meow. Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, alive and well. Bless you, sir. Run real, real fast. Did they address the offensive line? Eh, not really. So hopefully he could be able to stand up. But they got Jamar Chase, the guy who dropped everything in preseason. But listen, it takes a little bit for wide receivers to get acclimated. I'm not going to be too harsh or critical on Jamar Chase. But yeah, the Vikings should be an improved team this year. I mean, that's not saying much considering how trash their defense was last year. I think that they'll be more than capable of taking down the Bengals. But if they don't, oh God, I'm going to enjoy this. Came down. Moving on, you got the Sam Darnold revenge game in the Jets versus the Panthers. The Jets with their 17-year-old quarterback in Zach Wilson. They got Robert Salad as their new head coach. Defense shouldn't be too bad. Offense, a lot of question marks there. A lot of question marks. I'm not really sure. I mean, they they invested in the offensive line, which is good. Everything else is is a big old question mark. Then you have the Panthers, Sam Darnold coming in, and their offensive line's a little bit questionable. They've been rebuilding that defense throughout the draft. You got CMC coming back. They got plenty of weapons in Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I do give the Panthers the edge here. I do think that they're going to wind up taking the game. Sam Darnold's going to feel so good about it. He's probably still going to throw two interceptions, but... This will be a nice revenge game for Sam Darnold, and we'll get a first glimpse as to if he's still seeing ghosts in Carolina. Then in a really intriguing game, you got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Tennessee Titans. This is this is an interesting one. Let's start off with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, offense, should be rocking and rolling. Running back, eh, Chase Edmonds, okay. We're going to ignore the running game for a second. But... They got all the weapons to throw to. They got Christian Kirk, who I think will have a little bit of a better season. You got DeAndre Hopkins. You got A.J. Green, right? And, of course, you got Kyler Murray. I think that offense should be real, real good. Looking at the defense, pass rush. Some vets on there, some older vets, but should be pretty efficient there. Secondary, that's where there's big question marks. But if the pass rush is good enough, should be able to get some games in the win column. Now look at the Titans. Offense is looking real, real good. Picking up Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. Got Derrick Henry there. Ryan Tannehill, grossly underrated. I'm not worried about their offense. Their defense, I'm very worried. I hate their defense. I think their defense is terrible. The Titan subreddit knows this. I don't like your defense. I think it's going to cost you games. The question is going to be, can you put up enough points? Can you be enough of a high-scoring offense? Or giving the ball to Derrick Henry so much that it just whittles down that clock that you could beat opponents? Can you? Yes. Can you do that all season and into the playoffs? That's a great question. I'm actually going to give this game to the Cardinals here. And again, I'm not super confident in that. I do like the Titans on one side of the ball, but I think the pass rush might be able to slow them down just enough. And so I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. Following that, you got a potential AFC championship preview in week one. It should have been the Sunday night game. You got the Cleveland Browns taken on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Browns went a lot further than I think a lot of people expected last season, demolishing the Pittsburgh Steelers and then losing to a backup quarterback in the Kansas City Chiefs game. But we're not going to talk about that. Offense should be great. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, all day, every day. Jarvis Landry, OBJ back for a few games, great. Not worried about that at all. Baker Mayfield, I think he's going to have a good season. Defense, very balanced football team. Newsom, JOK, coming in the draft. Got some real good players over there on defense. Very balanced football team. The Chiefs are still a really, 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 really good team. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to take that next sophomore step, and they're going to be really good. I mean, no one doubts that the Chiefs are going to be really good. So while I'd like to give this game to the Browns, I think the Chiefs' offense is going to be a little too overwhelming. And the Chiefs do take this game. And then you have the return of the Sith. You have the Miami Dolphins taking on the New England Patriots. The Patriots are like, hey, remember that one year we were bad? <laughs> we're back now. And we took notes, and we have a list, and we are going to kill those people on the list. You say it's illegal. I say I'm Bill Belichick, and I can do whatever I want. Look at my hoodie. The Dolphins with Tua Tungvaloa, Kaboa Caboa, Ticonderoga blocks is uh, getting a lot of heat and that he's not a good quarterback. The guy played like a handful of games, so I'm not ready to judge that. Their offense is a bit of a mixed bag right now. Will Fuller on suspension when he comes back, provides a deep threat. Devontae Parker, I know a lot of people are concerned about it. Their defense and special teams, though, real, real good for the Dolphins, so there's not really a ton of concern there. And plus, they made up nice with all their corners. The Patriots revamped. Cam Newton's gone. Mac Jones is in. That defense should be disgustingly good. They were good last year, even when they were a bad team. Offense, added some new weapons. Johnu Smith, Hunter Henry. Yeah, they're going to be pretty good this year. I think the Patriots take this first game from the Dolphins just because their defense is going to be so overwhelming. But I don't expect a very high-scoring game here. Then you have the game, which is not allowing my Green Bay Packers to be on TV here in New York, the Denver Broncos versus the Giants. Brandon Perna versus five-point vids. I have to watch this game on my television instead of the Packers-Saints game. I don't care who wins this game. I want you both to lose because of this. You're both my friends, but I don't care anymore. Because now I have to watch on NFL Sunday Ticket and I have to stream it off my computer and it's gonna lag and there's gonna be a delay and people are gonna be like, oh, Devonte Adams touchdown. And I'm gonna be 40 seconds behind and there's gonna be spoilers in the chat and the mods are gonna be like, oh, no spoilers in the chat. And everyone's gonna be like, wow, this is, you're behind. Did you know that you're behind two hours into my stream? I have to do that and I have to watch the Broncos and the Giants instead of the Packers. I don't wanna do that. That's gonna be a garbage game. I don't even care who wins this game. The Broncos, you don't even have Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater beat him out. Their offense should be pretty good if Teddy Bridgewater can actually manage the game well, which I think he'll be able to. Defense looks to definitely be improved, Then you have the Giants. Offensive line, probably still going to be trash, but Saquon Barkley's going to be back for a few games before he realizes he should never be behind that offensive line, and Daniel Jones is, I don't know, probably going to trip after a 75-yard run. And so, yeah, who's going to win? I don't know. You got Kenny Galladay. That's pretty good. Defense, he came along at the end of the season. I think the Broncos definitely could win this game, but I'm going to give it to the Giants. But again, no dog in this fight because dog fighting is bad. But you know what's just about as worse? Me missing the Packers game to watch the Broncos versus the Giants. So, yeah, Giants, take your victory. It means nothing. Then you have the Green Bay Packers taking on the New Orleans Saints. The game moved to Jacksonville, so going to be played in the Floridian heat with the Mosquitoes. That was a mosquito. The Packers, number one scoring offense last year. Very little change on that front besides Corey Lindsley and Jamal Williams no longer being on the team. Now, a big loss, of course, could be David Bakhtiari. The pass rush of the Saints, definitely underrated. But another thing that's underrated is the offensive line of the New Orleans Saints. Are the Smith brothers and Rashawn Gary going to get enough pressure on Jameis Winston to make him make mistakes? Alvin Kamara, probably still going to be really, really good. Dave Bakhtiari is not in here. I am a little bit concerned, but Jenkins on the left tackle. I'm less concerned. Right tackle, maybe a little bit more. But I do think that if Josh Myers is able to perform, the Packers should be able to win this game. I think that offense is going to be humming along. I think that the Saints, while they're going to keep it close, the Packers are going to be able to pull away, get the W, in Florida. Then uh, Sunday night football, you got the Chicago Bears taking on the LA Rams. I have the LA Rams as Super Bowl contenders this year. The Bears, I mean, it's nice for you not to sacrifice Justin Fields behind that offensive line so early. So you're like, hey, Andy Dalton, we're paying you $10 million. Get out there, kid. And he's like, what? Oh, uh, okay. Nick Foles is just like, someone trade for me, please. Please. The Rams are in their nice, fancy new stadium, which is a shame that they're bringing the trash of the Chicago Bears. (laughs) That was so mean. That was so mean. I meant it. The Rams, really balanced football team. Don't have Cam Akers, but Matthew Stafford, I think, is gonna be great. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, yeah, on offense. Defense should still be number one. Obviously, the Bears still have a very good defense, though I do worry about their secondary a little bit. And their offense, like I said, their offensive line, and then Andy Dalton, not really gonna get me too excited. Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney should be really good. Of course, David Montgomery, if Matt Nagy decides to use him, should be really good. But I don't think it's going to be enough against this Rams defense, so I'm going to have the Rams take this game. And then finally, you got the Battle of the Raws. The Ravens and the Raiders. The Raiders, welcoming teams and fans into the Death Star. Yep. You know that old adage about, like, lipstick on a pig kind of thing? The Ravens, even though they lost J.K. Dobbins... I still think they're going to be a good football team. Gus Edwards, I believe in him. Not as much as I did J.K. Dobbins, but I think they'll still have an efficient run game. Their defense is really, really good, and you still have Lamar Jackson, so they definitely have running backs. The Raiders, it's a toss-up, man. It's it's like Henry Ruggs go fast, right? Like, let's get that out of the way. Henry Ruggs go fast. Defense, there's so many pieces there. There is talent there. Can they put it all together Offense, they got rid of some of their offensive linemen. They're just like, let's just bring in the biggest guys that we can find. Is Carr going to do well? Josh Jacobs, I drafted him in a couple of fantasy leagues. I hope he's gonna do well. Kenyon Drake is gonna be backing him up. That should be an interesting duo. But yeah, there's a lot of question marks with the Raiders. And I feel like there's just less question marks with the Ravens. And so because of that, I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens here. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Or better yet, let me know what you think in the pick'em league. Again, the link to that is going to be in the description, and I'll pin it as the top comment. I'm looking forward to playing some predictions with you this season. If you do well enough, you'll get shouted out on this show. But let me know what you think. You can always find me at tomgrassycomedy.com or at tomgrassycomedy on all social media you see down below. Check out PatCast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at patreon.com slash and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy, And as always, Go back Go!